0: Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of Amuse Now, and I'm here today with alternative rocker Courtney Yasmine. Hey, Courtney.
1: Hi, Cynthia. I'm so
0: glad we're finally
1: able to do this.
0: Yes, Courtney and I have been trying to arrange a time when we can talk for a really long time, but I'm so excited too. I am too. just want to congratulate you on the success of your album, Red Letter Day.
1: Thank you. We're super excited about it. My band and I have been playing it and we, we love it too.
0: <laughs> well, I listened to all the songs and I must say, Misfits and Losers is my favorite because it takes me back to my own club and days. <laughs> Give me the backstory.
1: Uh, well, my band and I have done a lot of touring lately. And uh, when we're on tour, we run into lots of crazy people and we go to lots of crazy places. We've done a lot of touring in Europe lately in the last couple of years. And it just seems like a lot of weird stuff happens, you know? We look at each other and we say, oh my God, get me out of here. <laughs> When I listen
0: to your music and because when I look at you I'm totally reminded of the hump beat of bands like Blondie. How would you describe your music?
1: Well, I mean I started out doing more like singer-songwriter stuff and it, each record I've done has just gotten more rock. This Red Letter Day is my fifth record and we just we I I guess I just say I have gotten more and more into playing electric guitar and it's gotten more alternative and it's gotten more rock and it's, I think it's gotten a lot more fun. You know, it's not that just like introspective thing, it's a, it's a fun party for everybody kind of thing.
0: We like fun parties and misfits and losers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly.
0: So in this transition, who can we credit as your music influences?
1: Well, I mean, I started out loving Bob Dylan. I was like, I was like a Bob Dylan freak, and I guess I'll always love Bob Dylan. But I've, uh, I started really watching um, the bands from the '70s when we were starting to make this record. I was thinking about early Rolling Stones. I was thinking about T. Rex. Um, I did think about Blondie a little bit, but Debbie Harry. I, I wasn't relating as much to female bands at the moment and now that the record's out and people have been saying the Debbie Harry thing I mean obviously I have blonde hair so maybe you know and the my blonde hair is new I mean that's not my this isn't my normal hair but for this record I was just like yeah man I'm going for it and so I don't know I guess there's that influence too it's interesting
0: because all the songs are really upbeat but when I listen to your single Cleaning crew. I hear some island sounds.
1: What happened there? <laughs> cleaning crew is uh, one of our favorites. Um, my fans and I, whenever that one starts out, people always like cheer. Now the when we're going to play it live, and um, I, the way that ha- song happened was I was in my house, and um, I've been trying to sell my house. Was going to go on the market, and I was selling it, and I, because we, I keep saying we we're buying a conversion van so we can go on tour more, so I had to sell the house so we could just be out on the road all the time. And as I was selling the house, they were saying that we had to like stage it, you know, you have to like stage your house so people will buy it. And so these people came and um, it was like a cleaning crew came to help me (laughs) fix up the house and I, I got totally bummed out by it and I took my guitar and I went up in my room and I just started going like, clean it up, clean it up right now, you know. And I was just like mad. I was mad at those people who were in my house, and and yeah, it just came out of that.
0: Was it hard for you to sell your house so you could buy a band to tour in all the time?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually. I mean, it's I'm actually talking to you from New York City, um, and normally I've been in Minneapolis with the band. But I'm um, I'm spending half the time right now in this apartment in New York working on getting um, my music out to more people. You know, any way I can. So uh, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying not being tied down.
0: Well, Amuse now is going to help you get that word out too, baby.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Your backstory is one of bravery and determination. I just had to bring this up because it's so amazing. You've been on your own since you were a teenager, so I think you really need to share this with the world, too.
1: Okay, well, I mean, to, to say the long story short, I guess, is to say that my parents kind of fell apart in the um, when I was a teenager, and I was in Chicago at that time, and I ran away because I just didn't want to deal with it and um, I went to northern Minnesota where my grandfather had had a like a hunting cabin and he had died and the cabin was deserted so I lived up there and that's how I got into listening to Bob Dylan because everybody in northern Minnesota that's where Bob Dylan's from and so I learned about Bob Dylan up there and uh, that's how I started playing in bars and I started writing songs that were more I had already been writing songs since I was like 12 but when I ran away and I ended up in this cabin alone um, and I listened to a lot about Bob Dylan and I really got inspired.
0: <laughs> you had a lot of time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of time, exactly.
0: You're also a video hound. You have so many great videos on your site and on YouTube. You have music videos, preview videos, live videos. What's your video strategy, and who helps you produce them?
1: Well that that is a good question. No one has ever asked me that, Cynthia. that you're the first person to ask, but that's um, so guess, awesome. I guess it started with we went on one of our tours to Europe and we ended up in Paris without a gig, and we were like, "We're in Paris, and I have the whole band there, and our gig had fallen through. And we were like what should we do and so we had um, a friend of ours literally flew at the last minute flew I mean not within minutes but you know it literally at the last minute he flew into Paris from Minneapolis and we spent the time that we had in Paris making the Heartbreak Woman music video and what we found out was that that was is Rewarding as anything we'd ever done on tour because we had that, we still have it. I mean, it's it's a wonderful video, and so we kind of got hooked on kind of documenting the songs and documenting the tours, and it makes it all come to life for people, you know. It's terrific. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, thank you. So now we just did the Red Letter Day um, new one where I paint a paint a picture and I end up in this weird like art gallery thing with the playing the guitar and uh, we were just like I mean about that one what I would say is we really wanted it to be like a sex video with like me naked in bed because Red Leather <laughs> Day is a very sexy song but I chickened out and I ended up playing the guitar and painting pictures instead so we have yet To do, we still have to do the sexy one. We just haven't done it yet.
0: I think for me, I I don't know if I'd do that either. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how do you mix all your videos with your social media strategy?
1: Oh, well, let's see. You mean, how do I get them out to people? It's like, I guess I would say that, like, when I'm talking to other artists, right? I would say that anything I do, I try to make sure that people who would care know, right? I mean, that's, that's what it really comes down to. Is It's not so much that you want to, like, cram it down people's throats, but what you really want is to just make sure that anybody who would have wanted to see it gets to see it. That's kind of the mindset that I use. So I just try to be like, okay, did you guys see this? you know, here it is, and just make sure that it's up there in a bunch of different ways. You know, I mean, we all know what all the social media avenues are. Just try to get it out to people in as many different ways. Because I I often run into fans who will be like, what? I didn't know there was a new thing, you know.
0: Well, they also have to be on social media to see it, right? So there's a little bit of a, a predecessor there.
1: Right. they can't just be like snoozing you snooze you lose right yeah they have to be on on board right as you mentioned
0: amuse now is about artists helping artists so if you had one piece of advice that you'd love to share with your other fellow artists please what's that
1: I know I know exactly what I would say what I would say is that idea about it's uh, it's never too late, and it's, there's never a time to give up. That I I really I'm am seeing that every time that I've ever thought, oh man, it's just getting too hard. You know, I've tried so many different things. It always seems like that's right when there's like a new wonderful breakthrough that we have. So I feel like the honest thing is that if this is what you love, you just keep doing it no matter what.
0: I hear that a lot we all go through those low periods but I think if you just keep moving forward it makes all the difference and it opens up opportunities for you to for things to happen that'll make you feel a lot better.
1: (laughs) Exactly I totally agree.
0: What's up next for Courtney Yasmine?
1: Well we're super excited because one of my super fans has offered to help us by um, taking us in his van down to our gigs at South by Southwest this year in Austin Texas so since we have a van and a driver we get to actually make a tour out of that and we're gonna play in Madison Wisconsin we're gonna play in um, Columbia Missouri we're gonna play in St. Louis and then we're gonna play three nights in Austin so uh, that's in March, and I'm super excited about it.
0: Wow, I'm super <laughs> excited too. That sounds like so much fun.
1: And of course, we're bringing the videographer. Of course.
0: Right? <laughs> of course. <laughs>
1: yeah, we have an idea about making um, a music video for Misfits and Losers at, down at down in Austin during South by Southwest because you know there are so many crazy people there, like. People wearing like American flags and nothing else, right? I mean, there's just every kind of weird person down there. So we have this idea of us walking through the bars and walking down the main street in Austin and singing our Misfits and Losers song.
0: (laughs) That sounds awesome. (laughs) I can't wait to see it. And please, if you ever get to the Pacific Northwest, I'm in Portland, Oregon look me up I definitely
1: wanna come see you and maybe hang out <laughs> we're on our way Cynthia we will be there this year I'm pretty sure that in the in the second half of the year that we will be <clears throat> going from like Denver Portland you know that whole region because we've got some radio stuff going on there right now and I'm pretty sure that you and I are gonna get to meet in person
0: terrific <laughs> well Courtney I had a fun time getting to know you tonight.
1: Thank you, Cynthia. I feel the same way about you. You're awesome.
0: (laughs) I wish you all the best. I wish that I was going to South by Southwest this year because I would love to be in that video with you. It sounds like fun.
1: Yes.
0: And I look forward to meeting you IRL in real life. Have a nice evening.
1: Thanks, Cynthia. Good night. Good night.
0: Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of Amuse Now. This featured artist presentation has been brought to you by Amuse Now Entertainment, a website that enables artists to profit from their creativity. To learn more about Amuse Now, visit us at www.amusednow.com or email me
1: at ckahn at amusenow.com.